Spoiler alert! The Silver Screen Redemption includes few to no spoilers. Due to Houston and Brian's lack of cinematic knowledge, most of their movie information is either false or imagined. However, if they still leave you feeling paranoid about potential spoilers, please check the episode description for details. Welcome to the Silver Screen Redemption, our comedy podcast where we make the movies that Hollywood won't. I'm Brian Perry. I am Houston Bobbly. It's time to go. It's, it's time to wake up. It's time to. <laughs> it's time to do your job for this country. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It was the Fourth of July last week, but we're still patriotic here on the, C- the Silver Screen Redemption. Patriotic all year long. All year long. Well, Brian, what is your favorite patriotic movie? My favorite patriotic movie is. I, I actually can't think of any patriotic movies that I like. Um, I Captain I, America. Uh, Captain America was going to be my joke. Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, um, I don't like this segment, so we're going to do a different <laughs> one. Okay. <laughs> Brian, in Rotten Tomatoes right now, we've got Crawl going okay. against the Lion King. Perfect. The alligator versus the lion. And as of right now, the alligator is winning at 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw a trailer for this film, and it got a legitimate scare out of the whole audience. It was a scary trailer. It was a scary trailer. Yeah. I also saw a trailer in the movie theater that was literally seven seconds long of it just is a guy in the flooded house and then the alligator jumps out and then it yells crawl across the screen. Yeah, I think that's the one I saw. It's It was effective the, and it was short. Yeah. Got me to the movie quicker. I saw two movies this week. I'm seeing movies more these days. Good. It is summertime. <laughs> it's time summertime to go see movies. And the living is easy. Um, but I saw Spider-Man and I saw Toy Story. Two days in a row, and I couldn't remember which one the the crawl trailer was on. And then I remembered it probably wasn't Toy Story. Probably wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was Spider Man. I'm glad you saw Toy Story. <laughs> How did you feel yeah, about it? I liked it? it a lot. Okay, good. I I, uh, I kind of see one through three as their own sort of trilogy, and then four was a really good like epilogue to it. I like it in the sense of like one through three is its own story, and then four works as like what do you do once your story of yeah. life of is done sort of. Uh, I heard this weird analogy where Toy Story is almost like a parenting metaphor and then how the fourth one is like a grandparenting metaphor about like trying to stay relevant and involved in people's lives. That makes sense. A little bit. I think it's stretching it a little bit, but it makes sense in that broad context. The other thing that's very interesting is that the the Woody Bo Peep like romance was was like one minute from the first movie and like one minute in the last movie at the very yeah. end. Like, <laughs> like there was like relationship in all of that, right? Yes. As long as she was in the movie, which is not all of them. Is she in two? She is in two not briefly. Three. Okay. Uh, she's not in three. They yeah. make a very salient point that she is not involved. Yeah. Um. But anyway, it, it really does feel like the first few minutes of the first movie, there's like, ooh, they are like a romantic thing. Hot diggity dang. Um, and the... Like, all of four, they're talking, and it's like, oh, yeah, my old friend Woody, my old friend Bo. And then, like, literally in the last, like, minute, it's like, oh, and now they're together. Yeah. It's like... I mean, it was always implied. Like, yeah. from the first movie, they were in love, so... Yeah. And it, it kind of felt like they, the reason they made this movie was to resolve that, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, I heard a lot of complaints from Toy Story 3 about how Bo got the short shrift. Um, that being said... I want to jump into Spider-Man now. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Because I have nothing more to say about okay, Lo. perfect. What is the third Spider-Man going to be? Keep in mind, we've got Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. And then we've got Spider-Man Far From Home. 
what is the next Spider-Man title? I want to do, maybe this isn't our movie for the episode, but I want to explore this a little bit and what the third Spider-Man movie Spider-Man is. Spider-Man 3 Home Alone. <sighs> you took my joke again. Oh, Brian. I did it. <laughs> Woo. I w- <laughs> okay. Because that means your joke was predictable. I guess so. <laughs> but here's the movie I want to see. Okay. Avengers headquarters. It's a bandit. Well, it's probably active at this point, but. I believe all- it's been purchased by someone. It- so that's Avengers Tower, and yeah. then there's Avengers Headquarters. Oh, the headquarters. Which it could go got either it. way. That's got fine. It, it. Uh, it's irrelevant for this movie. What needs to happen is there's some distress signal that calls the Avengers out into the world. Okay. Peter Parker gets left behind. He's just kind of babysitting the house. Sure. You find out that the distress signal was a hoax. Okay. A Green Goblin and Dr. Octopus, played by Joe Pesci and David oh, Stern, are go. trying to steal from the Avengers Headquarters, and Peter Parker has to set up traps... And use superhero gadgets. He'd to be stop very good at traps from robbing Avengers headquarters. Of all the superheroes, he's the one I would want setting traps. Yes, is Spider-Man. So he's a tricky guy. Yeah. Um, I want Mysterio to be something else. I just really like Jake Jalen all his Mysterio. That was I love those illusion scenes. Yes. For those who really haven't cool. seen the movie, it's kind of implied Mysterio. That's his whole shindig yeah. is that he creates illusions. Um, they do a really good job, and I want to see a full fledged Spider Man horror movie with that. I oh think yeah, that would be really cool. I like. I'm I'm kind of bummed that that was the whole Mysterio. Like that was all we got to see of Mysterio. Yeah. I just I really like. Well, Mysterio. who knows? Maybe he could be alive. He could be in a. Without spoiling anything, he could be in the next movie. He's dead in this one. (laughs) He's dead. He dies in the movie. You see him die, but he might be in the next one. Brian, we try not to do spoilers. Um, (laughs) And you ruined everything. The intro just says says little to no spoilers, and this one's got spoilers. We'll put it in the description. Uh, That's fine. Um, But here's the thing. An origin story would not be interesting. Like, there's no... Like, unless he's still alive, there's no interesting thing to do with Mysterio. Like an origin would not be interesting. Yes, because he told us our whole his whole story and in the movie. Here's the thing that Spider-Man movies have failed with in the past with teaming up a lot of villains is that they either spend no time in getting to know them, and so it's just this rush jumble yeah. of adding characters, or they spend too much time. Yeah, um, I think the way to go with adding more villains into a Spider-Man movie is you have a pre-established villain like Mysterio. He recruits a buddy like the Vulture and maybe a new villain. And now all three of them can team up against Spider-Man. And I think that's a fun Well, they've already established another villain, right? They've established a Scorpion. Yeah, Scorpion had a cameo in the first one. The Shocker had a cameo. I think he's... Shocker, I think he got killed. I think he got killed. There were two Shockers. Oh. There was a guy who replaced Shocker. Yeah. He's super irrelevant. Anyways... That's our update on Spider-Man That's and our Toy Story. Spider-Man talk. And S- Crawl, Swamp, what is it? The Crawl. alligator one? Crawl. And Lion King. Which leads me to my next question for you, okay. Brian. Yeah. Lion King not doing so well. No, and it's... Uh, At least critically. It's yeah. going to make millions of dollars. I'm sure it'll make dollars. plenty of money, yeah. Uh, it seems like one that like people are more against the concept of it than the actual movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. If this had been the first... like you know, live action adaptation of a Disney movie, people will be like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm in for it. I think the problem is that this is the one that is the most shot-for-shot remake. Yeah, yeah. Of a previous cartoon animated movie. Yeah. So, Disney knows how to make money. Yes, they do. Turn cartoon movies into live action. Yeah. We make the movies that Hollywood doesn't. Correct. Now, 
we've already proven this formula works. Okay. Of cartoon to live action anime uh, adaptation. Yeah, okay. I want to do the opposite because I think it'll still make money. Live action to cartoon animation. Okay, this has legs. This has legs. Okay. And this is the main thing I wanted to get into today. I haven't talked to you about this before. We got there. We got there eventually. We had to we had to talk about every. Other, this is what happens when I see movies. Yes, because I actually want to talk about them. Uh-huh. Normally on Silver Screen Redemption, I don't see movies, <laughs> and then we can just make movies. Yes, but this time I saw movies and I had to talk about them. Uh, off the top of your head, I want to go through a few different movies and just okay. pitch ideas. What movies would work better if they were adapted to cartoon animated movies? It's a great question, and maybe I can start with one. Okay, while you think. The first thought I had is the Jurassic World series. Okay, now, yeah. Here's the problem with recent Jurassic World movies. They don't have plot. They don't have fun characters. They are just going for spectacle. Yeah. The spectacle at this point, like, we're past that. We've seen live yeah, action yeah. dinosaurs. Jurassic Park still holds up. Dinosaurs are real. Yeah. I think if you switch to cartoon animation... It limits what you can do with the it shifts spectacle. the focus, yeah. And so you are able to one, you don't have to do two series of characters, but you can have more fun with the animated voices. Okay, yeah. And you can have like fun, goofy, like you can have Chris Pratt be more of Chris Pratt in those movies without him trying to be semi-serious. I think it works better than trying to meet halfway between a good Jurassic Park movie. And like a silly action adventure movie and just yeah. go all in. Well, and I feel like it takes some of the pressure off of like the canon, right? Yeah. Because once you make something animated out of a live action, it sort of takes it down a notch in in people's minds of like, oh, it's like a side thing they did. Yeah. Like the Jumanji cartoon. There is a Jumanji cartoon. And it's like, yes. yeah, I guess it's like this thing they done on the side, right? Um, What about a cartoon of Men in Black? Men in Black. Men in Black they cartoon. have done a Men in Black cartoon. A, a series, right? Yeah. A car- I feel like a cartoon movie could do well. Yeah, I agree. Because um, that's another one. It's got a crazy... It's kind of cartoonish already, yeah. right? Yeah. Might as well just lean into it. Yeah. Um, and I think the problem now is like it's so generic. This most recent one with Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson yeah. is that they didn't want to do too outlandish. They just kind of played it safe. But I think that's the biggest key with the going cartoon with it yeah. is you can be out there. You can be crazy. You can yeah. do a whole bunch of fun, wacky stuff like Into the Spider-Verse. That's exactly the vibe I was feeling when I said it. I was like, yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. Even maybe even like steal some of that uh, that animation style. Like yeah. It's, it'd be cool. Um, did you know Tessa Thompson is on Veronica Mars? <laughs> it's very weird. She's, she's in this- I know where the segue came from. <laughs> But I know the person listening to this does not at all. Tessa Thompson's in Men in Black. Well, Veronica Mars. Oh, because I've been watching a lot of Veronica Mars. Um, I'm in the middle of season two right now, which is when she comes in, Is which is season two. Anyway, uh, it's very weird seeing young Tessa Thompson. But, uh, yep, she's in Men in Black. So it's not random. <laughs> uh, what about a cartoon of A Dog's Journey? <laughs> I feel like that's already made to what some a, degree. What about a cartoon? I'm just going through current movies. What about... Oh, okay. Cartoon Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Now, tell me why that would be appealing. I'm, I don't think it would be. <laughs> but I do think it would let you do some different things with the characters. I think you could go more extreme with the spy stuff. 
I think if you, yeah, you could you could have uh, have people just like doing flips everywhere and like shooting laser guns or whatever. Um, it's like there's that Will Smith, Tom Holland animated movie coming out. It's like Spies in Disguise. Oh yeah, that looks it's, terrible. It looks like what that should be if they weren't turning into pigeons. I don't understand that movie at all. Nothing about it looks appealing. Yeah. Also, Tom Holland. Let him do his British accent. Let him just talk normal <laughs> in a movie. Let him be a person. For once. He doesn't ha- just because he's okay at doing an American accent doesn't mean he has to do it in everything. Yeah. He, when he's playing like an ogre or whatever in that one Pixar film, he still has. <laughs> it's a, an elf. Don't be racist. He's an elf. He, well, I, I don't see race. So um, anyway, just let him be. Just let him talk normal. I guess he has to be Chris Pratt's brother. So yeah. Make Chris Pratt do a British accent. Uh, that wouldn't sell tickets. It I don't probably wouldn't. Have you seen his British accent in Parks and Rec? It's really bad. Okay. I granted, I think that's on purpose though. So, um, I searched. I literally googled the words "current movies" and "Bend It Like Beckham" came up. What, what does a bend cartoon it, "Bend It Like Beckham" look like? "Bend It Like Beckham" apparently is playing at Library Center Theater in our town. Apparently, okay. On Tuesday. What's going on? Anyway, uh, I don't know enough about Bennett Lake Beckham to make it into a cartoon. Did anything we just talked about sound appealing at all? I think we redeem Men in Black. Men in Black. And I don't know if cartoon is the answer, but we could. Well, what, I guess here's the question I have. I want to do some sort of Into the Spider-Verse gimmick to it. Not just like okay. retelling the story, but cartoon. I want okay. there to be something to it that benefits it beyond just you can be kookier. Okay. Um, something that you can't do live action very well. Spider Ham. <laughs> you just put Spider Ham in Spider Ham is in is the Men in Black now. In it, Pigs in Black. Um, honestly, I mean, one thing they've done since the most recent, since like the old Men in Blacks with the new one, is the aliens. They can have like a normal alien main character. Yeah. Which they couldn't pull off as well in the originals. So yeah, what if you go to like Cockroach Alien Planet? What if we have an alien man in, man in black? Uh, alien man in black. They they decide that they need some alien to be actually on the team. Oh, I like that. That could be an interesting twist. That would be fun because they're very anti-aliens. Well, no, they're not anti-alien. They're just protecting the Earth. I don't remember this. Movie. Well, so the first one, weirdly enough, Men in Black is more just like an immigrant service. Like they help oh, aliens okay. come and blend uh, in, blend into That's society. Right. And then if there are those rogue aliens who are trying to terrorize people. I they remember now. So there, so there are aliens working at Men in Black, but there's yeah. no agents, I don't believe, that are aliens. You, yeah, because it's kind of weird if you send out an alien to yeah. kill another alien. Who's taking so why of would they? Uh, That's the question we have to answer if we're going to make this the movie. The Men in Black are being a little too rough. Okay. Good commentary on racism. Sure. In a we haven't done that in a while. Movie. Um, we're so quick to do it. Um, or what if, they, what if there's... Uh, Okay, we have they ever left the Earth on Men in Black? No, they haven't. What if we leave Earth? Well, okay, that's did, also something they that we, did go to the moon, but okay. Moon, <laughs> Moon's boring. That's moon boring. is nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, that's don't go to the Moon. Go to the Mar- Go to Mars. I I'm, which is part of the Moon. I'm thinking Uranus. That's just like a <laughs> far enough out there planet. Yeah, sure. It's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, did you know that the red spot on Jupiter may be going away? Really? Yeah. It's just a storm, right? And the yeah. storm can eventually settle. I didn't just learned that. Maybe it's from Jupiter. It's, it's not as funny as Uranus. 
But you are going to the red spot of Jupiter. Storms calming down. They need to explore this new society. Why? Because, Because there's a lot of aliens coming to Earth from that area. What if, what about this? Okay. Earth's a little crowded. Yes. There's too many people. Sure. They're trying to find like a solution to the immigration. Okay. Trying to establish like, okay, yes, we've got it good Can on Earth. Can we have a very cartoonish bad guy who wants to build a wall around the entire planet? Oh, absolutely. Cool. I. Uh, <laughs> we find out the president is secretly an alien. The president of the Earth. The president of Earth. Okay. Is secretly an alien. <laughs> I think that would be a funny joke. Yeah. Um. I think like they want to go out to other planets and help them establish themselves better without like getting too on hands. It's got to be a very secret. Sure. Mission. Yeah. Like Star Trek feel of like. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is it a Star Trek movie? <laughs> I feel like we've done it's a been lot a, of Star Trek It's been movies. a while. We've only made one and it was a long time ago. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, I, I feel like I, as little as I know about Star Trek, I feel like I know more about Star Trek than I do about Men in Black. Let's stick with Men in Black for now. Let's stick with Men in Black just because Star Trek, this is something you would see. I want to see something different cool. in Men in Black. Cool. Red Spot of Jupiter has gone away. It was a very big tropical storm, and it's left a great Amazonian paradise there. Okay. Randomly. Do, do, do Earthlings start immigrating there? Now that's a twist. That's that we could a twist. Go. I was thinking they go and establish it for aliens. Okay. To help them like, yeah. you know, we can't have all of you on Earth. Let's make this place better. But I like the idea of humans are immigrating now. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, how do you like it? Right? Like, so is there a men in black on Jupiter that helps Earthlings blend in? I think that's being, a fun twist. To being Jupiterians or whatever. So now this is like aliens in white or something. Yeah. I, I think we just flip it completely it's just, on its head. Yeah. Why white? I don't know. What about What about red? Aliens in red. The AR... The air. <laughs> air. Air. Aliens in red. Which, ironically, they don't have. They don't have Or breathe. So, yeah, that's part of the disguise. They have to, like... They use, like, these gas masks that cover their body and makes them look like aliens. Yeah. And they're, they're just trying to blend in because it's not fair that just aliens get to come to Earth. Why not Earthlings go yeah. to aliens? Yeah. And then it's kind of this fish out of water story, blending in with the aliens. So we take one Earthling and one Jupiterian, which is the term I'm coining. Yes, um, and they're partners. Jupiterian. Ju- uh, sure. Jupiter. Jup- I like Jupiter. We need to figure this out, and it's not Jupiterian. Jupitero. Juptite. Jup. Jupitite. <laughs> A pewter. Pitter patter. What about Peter. just what about just Pits? what about Peters? What about Peters? Okay, <laughs> they're called Peters, and they're all named Peter. Um, no, forget but, all of that. I mean, we don't call ourselves well. I guess Earthlings a little bit, yeah. But we call ourselves humans. So what if it's just like something random? Like we are Franks. Like that's what we call ourselves. Sure, Franks. Isn't Frank the guy in Men in Black? You're right. Says sugar water. We're we're Steves. We're, sure, Steves. Wait. Don't you? Never mind. Um, okay, cool. So we get one Steve and one Earthling, and they're partners now. They've been working for Men in Black, um, and now there's this sort of crisis on Jupiter that's like, okay, we need to start a branch out there to help people out there. Yes. So it's like, all right, you. Is his name Steve? 
No, he's just a Steve. Okay. But his name is... Agent Cross. A- Agent S. Yeah. Uh, so Agent S and uh, Tessa Thompson's character? I don't know. I, th- I think we do new characters. New characters. Here's why. Okay. First three, Will Smith, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. They're just Men in Black. It went to Men in Black International. Yeah. Now it's Men in Black Intergalactic. Okay. That is the title and, of this movie. And Intergalactic Planetary is on the soundtrack. Absolutely. Sure. Um, uh, so last time it was, there's usually like the, the serious one and the not so serious one. That's the common trope of Men in Black. Yeah. And I think the easy answer is to make the Jupiterian the serious one. Because it's always like, oh, they don't understand our humor because they're aliens. But we don't need to do that. I think the aliens are funnier than us. I think, And I think that's generally true in Men in Black. Yeah. As well. So, so that's good for me. Which ones fly? Which one makes this look good? Which one makes this look good? Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently Tessa Thompson refused to say that. They wanted her to say that. They wanted her to say, uh, this. I make this look good. The Will Smith line? Yeah. She I refused. can see why she doesn't want to. Yeah. I think she, was, she deserved to not say that line. Anyway. She does make it look good. Yeah. But that being said, um, I think we send... Are you ca- are you talking casting? Are you talking... Yeah, casting. Okay. Uh, so so playing the the Ju- Jupiterian. I think we send Colin Firth as our human. Okay. Yeah, that works. And Maggie Smith voices our alien maggie smith maggie smith the old lady maggie smith yeah okay i could see and she's funny and she's funny so it's a funny maggie smith she's a funny cynical alien i like okay okay i just really like maggie smith we don't make very many movies that work for casting her and they're both british they're both british i mean to be fair this one also isn't a great one for casting her (laughs) but we're doing it anyway uh no i like it actually here Jackie Chan and Maggie Smith. Okay, that no, is no, no. the most random combo no, I can think of, I and I love it. Actually, like the older people because this would be a one-way trip. Yeah, and we understand that because we got to follow some some logic from our world, right? Yeah, they can't just like fly to Jupiter in like a day. Yeah, so I do think it would make sense to send older people. Jackie Chan is done with Earth. He's just like sick. Okay, so he, he's not caught up with technology. Thing, the whole thing was to defend your choice of Colin Firth. But Jackie Chan's old too. He is. I get you're right. He is old. And then he can do his own stunts. Perfect. Jackie Chan and Maggie Smith go into Jupiter. And Maggie Smith is voicing a Jupiterian. What do Jupiterians look like? Or Franks. Franks. Steve's. Steve's. Steve. What do Steve's look like? They've got to be wild. You know what I mean? And also, I said Jackie Chan does his own stunts, keeping in mind this is an animated movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he did do his own stunts in the Jackie Chan animated series. So. Oh, okay. So maybe this is a motion capture animation. Sure. Um, what do they look like? I my The first thought that came to my mind was Ben Quadraneros from Star Wars Episode One, The Pod Racer. But I don't remember what he looks like. So whatever Ben Quadraneros looks like when I Google him... <laughs> Will be what we're playing uh, alien roulette here. Yeah, Ben Quadraneros. Okay, that's. Oh well. Yeah, sure. This could be Maggie Smith. For those. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, yeah. For those playing along at home, Google Ben Quadraneros. He's basically a cross between the caterpillar on Bugs Life. 
and the crickets on Bugs Life, the grasshoppers. Oh, that's a good way to put He's it. He's like kind of a perfect cross between them. He's also very smiley. He's very smiley. He is the one whose pod racer doesn't start in the beginning. That's right. Along with Anakin's. And he gets For mad. reference. Oh, Ben Quadraneros having some trouble out on the track. <laughs> that's my impersonation of the two-headed announcer guy. Um, also, this is what his body looks like. Oh, that's real fun. And that's something we can only do in cartoons. Yeah, and we can put a nice suit on that. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That'll be good for our our photo imagery later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, what are Jackie Chan and Maggie Smith doing on Jupiter? They're helping integrate humans. Well, I feel like they're, they're doing some disaster recovery yes. after the storm, right? Well, the storm's made this new tropical landscape. Okay. They're going and they're like... It's the beginnings of colonizing this new place. Okay, perfect. Which I think you could slide in some commentary about like, oh, the first world countries. like the Colonizers. Going, colonizers. Yeah. Like you could have some commentary on what modernized colonization looks like today. Yeah, Like sure. when we go and try to help other countries and where does the balance come be between yeah. like getting too invested and or making sure that they actually have the resources they need. Well, and then it raises the question. Maggie Smith can wonder like, oh, was I only sent on this mission because I'm Jupiterian? Yeah. And you didn't want, you wanted the optics to look better? That's an interesting question to and talk about. And all this is layered under a very funny kids movie. Yeah, it's going to be hilarious. I, I like it. I actually think this is a good movie. I don't know what to do with it at this point. I just, so that's about as far as I it's, can it's, get It's Men it. in Black Intergalactic. Men in Black Intergalactic. It's cartoon. Starring... Maggie Smith and Jackie Chan. And who's the villain? I feel like it's got to be like some hotshot young entrepreneur. Oh, a tech bro. Tech like bro. a Silicon Valley bro. Yeah. So like an Elon Musk type. Yeah. Played by himself. <laughs> so it's... Elon Musk is in this movie. Elon Musk plays the character. It's not him. But you all you kind of know. Yeah. That is he an alien or is he a human? We gotta reveal that Elon Musk is an alien. If there's, oh, yeah. if there's ever a time to do it, this is it. Okay, so Elon Musk is an alien. He yeah. reveals it himself. I think he has a buddy that he brings along as like kind of like the Yago or like the comedic relief sure. villain. Yeah. And it's it's Grimes. It's Grimes. <laughs> His girlfriend Grimes. Uh who's playing Grimes? Herself. <laughs> it's just them. We don't tell them that we're making a movie. Okay. We tell them making a documentary about their their relationship, and that's when they take off the human suit, yeah. and we reveal in real life that this was <laughs> yeah. actually a ploy to just find out Elon Musk is an alien. Yeah, I love exactly. it. Exactly. I think we have fun cameos along the way, like ET yeah. e. shows up or yeah. Ben Quadraneros. Yeah, we we just have he's a Steve. a Steve. Yeah, named Ben. Yeah. Um, and he's a pod racer. Ooh, can there be pod racing? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, there's pod racing. I want to see Jackie Chan. Jumping from pod racer to pod racer, trying to find the secret microchip. What if it's literally we just take imagery to save money from the Jackie Chan Adventure Show and just okay. paste this into whatever we're doing? We go Perfect. 2D hand-drawn the whole movie. Yeah, works for me. That's what I was picturing anyway. Okay. I was picturing it in the style of the old Men in Black cartoon, which yeah. is probably pretty close to the Jackie Chan cartoon because it's the same channel, can the we, same era. Can we talk about how great the Jackie Chan adventure show it was, was? It was like way better than it deserved to be. Yeah. Because like, I, yeah, it was very It good. was set up so well with yeah. like, here's the different magical items you have. Yeah. And then season two is like, here's the magical demons you have to fight. Like it was so it was well good show. done. Yeah. Um, and that's the movie. That's the movie. We did it. We made the movie. Um, directed by Jackie Chan. Does he direct? He's directed a movie, I'm pretty sure. 
I'm gonna look this up. I think he's done some of his old kung fu movies. Okay. If I'm wrong on that, that's fine. We can find someone else. He directed Who Am I, Police Story, Armor of God, CZ12, Drunken Master 2, Armor of God 2, Project A, The Young Master. Yeah, a lot of them. Let's look for a current one. The most current, I think, is the CZ12, made in 2012. Sounds pretty cool. So Jackie Chan is directing this, his first animated feature debut. Who's the actress who voices Jade from the Jackie Chan Adventures TV show? That's a great question. I want her involved somehow. And maybe she's, like, the facilitator on Jupiter. Like, so you have the guy who voices Zeus from Hercules as, like, the boss in the original Men in Blacks. And then you have Liam Neeson, who's, like, the boss in the international Men in Black. Whoever voices Jade is the boss of Jupiter. It's Lucy Liu. Only in future... There's, like, a few part where it jumps to the future and it's lucy lou the main it's stacy chan oh is that his daughter she is an american actress and journalist according to this voice of jade chan and the niece let's go to a more reliable source than just jackie chan adventures wiki <laughs> <laughs> she's a community manager for google news i don't think she's related to jackie chan because it would say that i feel like but that's very fitting that her name is Stacy Chan. Yeah. And but she is best known for her role as Jade Chan in the cartoon. Let's Chun-chun bring her Chan back Chan into voiceover acting. Okay, perfect. And she's in the movie. Who is what's her character? She's the boss of Jupiter. The boss. Okay. Like, like the of, mayor or whatever. Men in Black Jupiter. Aliens in Red. Jupiter. Oh, got it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I like that. I don't think we need much more to this movie. I mean, this is about as much writing as they do for Men in Black, I feel like. so It's probably more, honestly. Yeah. Um, so that works for me. Um, and we bring along those four standing worm aliens on the fun adventure that are in all the Men in Black movies. Oh, yeah, the annoying they're, little guys. Yeah, they're there. Of course they're there. And they don't look as stiff this time because now you don't need puppets yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They're actually fun, full-fledged I mean, I think that's also the role they took on in the original cartoon of Men in Black. So Uh, I like the idea of taking this to a movie. I feel like the Men in Black series was never seen as like this great thing. But I feel like a movie legitimizes it. The first one I think is good, but I think this redeems it, which is what we're all about here. It's very good. Silver Screen Redemption. Um, I think think we bring in flashbacks of every previous agent. Okay. Just as a cameo. (laughs) Uh, So we get to see Will and we get to see. Tommy, and we get to see Tessa, and we get to see Chris. Can we, can we have a fun little? This is part of the episode or part of the movie. In Get Smart, they have this fun little cameo where it shows the villains like knocking off all the different secret agents, and it's like Agent Seventeen, Agent Forty Two, whatever. Okay, I think we go through that and just do like a bunch of like, and this is what happened to Agent B, and like okay, for, yeah, that works. For some reason, we need to bring Jackie Chan and Maggie Smith into yeah, the adventure. That works. A lot of the agents are picked off. I think it would be a fun little ruse to also make the agents die by something that relates to their letter. So like, okay, Agent J died by jam poisoning. Sure, <laughs> or jaundice, or jaundice. <laughs> Agent yeah. Z got trampled by zebras. Yeah, perfect. Like, is there an Agent Z? What are our main characters' agent letters? Do we figure that out? S and T, I guess. I think we said S. S for sure. Uh, and C. S and C. Perfect. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, in the 
when we show Chris Hemsworth, it's Liam Hem- Hemsworth. Oh, for sure. As him. Just, I feel like they would appreciate that joke. Yeah, that would be a fun one. Yeah. Okay. We made a movie. We did it. And we stand by it. And it's the perfect movie. So, listener. <laughs> thank you for listening to our, our great episode about making this great movie. Men in Black, Intergalactic, Planetary, Intergalactic, Planetary. It's just Men in Black, Intergalactic. Planetary. Planetary, Intergalactic. That can be the tagline. Okay, perfect. Um, cool. Let's wrap it up then. Uh, what do we say here? You can find us on our, the internet at uh, silverscreenpod.com. Uh, we're on Facebook and t- Instagram at the Silver Screen Redemption. Uh, or on Twitter at Screen Redeem. So go check us out. The sticker offer still stands. We got some very nice notes from some folks uh, asking for stickers. So thank you for those. Uh, shout out. Uh, but uh, we, we do have some left. So feel free to... Uh, to reach out to us for a sticker. And we'll give you a we sticker. We just want to get rid of the stickers, just, just, okay? We just want to get rid of the stickers, okay? <laughs> We're going to kill someone if we don't. So help us not be murderers. Okay. Uh, I want to thank the Stone Sheba for letting us be part of their wonderful network. You can follow them at the Stone Sheba on Instagram. You sure can, at the Stone Sheba. That's, that's their thing. Um, that's it, though, right? Yep. I'm Brian Perry. I'm Houston Bodley. And whether or not they need redemption... We will be in space redeeming them. <laughs> Perfect. Always in space. Always in space. <laughs> Bye. That's, that's our motto. <laughs>